0: So, Welcome everyone. Happy New Year. I think we can still say Happy New Year, right? What's the, what's the rule? Until March or something?
1: I'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. Happy Listen.
0: New Year, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Joseph sends his regrets. He's very busy preparing for a big win next week, a trial that he's uh, worked long and hard on. So I'm filling in for Joseph. We have with us tonight our two new associates, Nick Whitfield and Tidal Viano. Welcome, gents. Thank you very much. Recent additions to the family. I've promised not to go too hard on them tonight, but there will be questions. There will be questions. I've got both of your resumes, so this is not a re-interview. Don't worry. (laughs) I'm not sure if your probation period's over, but you have nothing to worry about tonight, okay?
2: Good, thank you.
0: Starting with Nick. Nick. Yes. Fire wow. Away. Tell tell me about wh- how do you get from University of Cambridge to Newburger and Partners in Toronto? Yeah, well, I you're a start there. Yeah. I love so, the Cambridge story. Well, to begin with,
1: I grew up in Cambridge around it, so I was quite happy when I finally got to leave. Uh, <laughs> so sort of late 20s I'd spent a lot of time there. Uh, I I did a PhD there in history, history of medicine, and then I got a one-year postdoctoral fellowship at McGill University. Uh, and I flew to Canada just thinking I would be here 12 months. And then 12 years later, I, I'm still here. Uh, I had a, my, my one-year fellowship just kept getting extra funding. So I, I kept sort of going with it uh, for, for several years. I was living in Montreal. I'd spent my 20s in a library. And so I caught up for lost time in, in Montreal, which is a bit of a party city. And I certainly used it to that effect. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and after that law school, uh, because I, I decided it was time to, to do something else
0: other than read,
1: <laughs> other than read in a library and, and enjoy myself in Montreal. So uh, yeah, I went back to school uh, with the aim of doing criminal, but I got sucked down a corporate route or well, I know I went down a corporate route. No one forced me. Um, and then after articling, I decided I was going to try criminal again.
0: Really? No, it's interesting because you articled at a, uh, let's call it a high-end, Bay Streety type firm.
1: Yeah, uh, I did. Potentially so,
0: lucrative?
1: It, Yeah, it, it was. Um, long hours? It was it was very long hours. It was in a very tall building. Um, Unlike hours? No, yeah, it was a very low building. Right. We're in the yes. basement right now. Um, and I did it, yeah, for 10 months. It was good. Uh, I did enjoy health law. <laughs> I did some health law there, and I really, really enjoyed that. So
0: why criminal law?
1: A criminal I'd gone to school law school to begin with, and um uh i to to do criminal i I think I'd followed the John gameshi trial that was just prior to me making an application, and I was really fascinated by it by the whole procedure, the idea of credibility of testing witnesses mm-hmm. uh because it was such a well publicized case there was a lot to read and I read the judgments and I found it fascinating and so I applied, but I didn't realize at that point how well according to people at law school anyway, criminal was very sort of niche. Uh, you oh, really had, niche? To, you had to sort of pursue it and be kind of very passionate about it. And I was told all kinds of terrible stories that you would be impoverished for, for decades. And I don't know if I have too many <laughs> decades left because I went to school a bit older. So um, I, I sort of abandoned that idea reluctantly around my my first second year and covid hit too. Right. And so it was just easier to go along with what everybody else was doing and so that's what I did.
0: Okay, so we've we've thrown you into the deep end quite quickly here, right? Yeah, yeah. You've worked on some pretty important cases, mm-hmm. had some successes. How have your eyes opened to criminal law now that you've seen it live and close? Um,
1: I would say I suppose the human side which I I understood was there, but it's you don't realize it until you're actually with clients and seeing their reactions and seeing what's at stake with the clients. So this sort of human element of of, of criminal law was was I found fascinating and is what I wanted. And I've really seen it, and it's been it's been a very enjoyable part of it. Uh, another aspect is just the, the Tyler and I talk about this a lot, just the procedural. Uh, complexity of it with so oh, it's not easy. Even well,
2: Joseph's here. He's taking
3: I tire's just sitting there quietly. I want to hear For now. <clears> Do <Did throat> you throat> expect throat> it to be so procedurally heavy?
2: No, I had no idea. I think that you're sort of under a a misapprehension coming from the outside that it's mainly one piece of legislation that you can, yeah. you can get a grip a grip on it fairly quickly but it's once you are immersed in it it's not like that at all it's extremely complex difficult and very procedurally heavy
3: and you know one of the things that you you know back in the day when we started a lot of people went into criminal law thinking you know they didn't have to do that that much writing Right. Get in, like, get no, in no. no it's okay. it's I like, the, I like being the voice. From, it's the voice. The voice from, from the unseen. Right. Yeah. right. But there's a ton of there's a ton of like written advocacy in. This, right. Ab- mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: I mean, it's and it's such an important part. Yeah. It very writing heavy. I think Nick and I spend most of our days writing, reading, and writing, uh, reading and writing, oh, which suits me fine. I mean, I,
1: I really, I really do enjoy that. Um, that reading and writing is what I can do. Uh, having to look at the core calendar about every 10 minutes to sort of satiate my anxiety that's that's (laughs) what i'm getting used to still
3: (laughs) it's a lot of management you gotta you gotta be on top of the core appearances there's a lot of download now because how the system's changed we got to manage dates very carefully Mm -hmm. what's pissed you off about you know the uh, government and prosecution yeah that that was my next your eyes you come from a different field i'm sorry but you come from like a different field right now you both have had passion for criminal law you're in it but what's pissed you off What, what has opened your eyes and go I didn't think it was like that. And that really bugs me about the prosecution.
0: Tell us. Hey, go, Joseph. Joseph, just get no, in just... here. <laughs> I you told go. you we should have Joseph Sorry. in on this. Okay, go ahead. Just do the casual look. Like, oh, is, wow, he's like, he's okay. taking a break from <laughs> major trial prep, so this is good. And from, yeah, from oh, yeah. oh, yeah, from right. right, right. Joseph was at Madonna <laughs> last night and he survived. Yeah i gotta hand it to
3: her we should all have personal trainers like marcy Husband? aren't you, you weren't you training madonna for for being in toronto just
0: while she was in toronto yeah, yeah, yeah. i went to the
3: floor she f- can still do it at 65 wow. unbelievable it's pretty amazing like
0: yeah mm-hmm. knee, knee brace and all
3: anyways strike a yeah. okay go ahead okay. Talk. what's pissed Talk. you off
2: i think how slowly things move more than anything has has been really frustrating when you get a new client you want to get disclosure get things moving as fast as possible so that you can advocate for them but it sometimes takes months to get anywhere on a case and you can't really do much without the government moving things along.
3: Yeah you you kind of need them to do their job and, and a lot of time they do but things are slow but you know have you seen now just it's you know to try and get certain hey, information. Joe, Joe stop
0: micromanaging the sound's not going to pick you up. Come on. Yes I will. Uh, okay. here, here. All right. well, but... <laughs> It's like pulling teeth together. <laughs> it's your okay. Joe is hands on.
3: Okay, I'm, I'm out of it. it <laughs> voice? <laughs>
0: the voice is still here. I'm out of it. Marcy's going to take the chair. Say hi to the camera, Marcy.
3: Hi. Camera.
0: Okay, Joe, next question. Where were we?
3: Uh, just ask him about, like, because what's so
0: interesting is when you come from a different area of well, well, that was like, next. Like, did so, you
3: think like, well, it's not
0: as honest as I thought it was. It's so okay, right? Marcy, let up. He's having you fun. No, shut up. No, don't, don't, don't. So uh, I was gonna say, you, so you come from the golden towers of Bay Street where everything happened one way. Mm-hmm. Was this a culture shock?
1: Yeah, it was. Cause Bay Street, you know, if you have there's arbitration or you know, civil litigation, there's a kind of a lot of options in terms of, uh, for kind of wealthy or corporate clients how they can manage their litigation and so on. So it's almost like a like consumerist. And then here, having conversation with clients, sort of angry because they haven't had disclosure yet. It was like, well, it's just not, you know, it just takes its time and trying to explain that for everybody it takes such a long time.
2: That that was a, a real, a real difference there.
0: Tyler, eye opener for you when you got here.
2: When and then coming from the the corporate side as well, deals really move at the pace that both both sides of the of the table work. So seeing that you could get a deal done in a, in a matter of weeks or months, depending on how fast both sides are able to work, um, you're really in charge of, of that. Whereas here, it, you're really in the hands of the government and it can take months to get anywhere in a case. So it could be quite frustrating. Why'd you pick us?
0: Because you can. Do you want to talk to Joe first before you answer that
1: question? I, well, no. I because of this actually. I'm just
3: listening carefully. <laughs> Very carefully. No
0: performance reviews. Choose your words, Do you, do you, do you need a break?
1: No, no. Joseph's outstanding reputation. Here I'm just texting the answer. <laughs>
0: and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and killer watch collection. That's oh, well, that's important. Yeah, yeah. And the the podcast, uh, the newsletter. I read the materials uh, like a lot on the website. And actually, just reading through the website. Uh, watching, watching Joseph and you on here was it kind of re-sparked my interest when I was considering. Okay, what should I, what should I do now? That uh, that Bay Street didn't didn't work out. Like, what, where should I, should I go back? And I was
2: convinced. So, so that's why. Tyler, you. My answer is largely the same. I mean,
0: no, you can't say the same.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I really, it really was like reviewing the website, seeing the podcast, uh, just really sparked my interest and drew me to the firm there are really very few high end criminal boutiques in Canada. Um, so seeing that one was hiring it made me want to apply right good away. Answer. It is, yeah.
0: wasn't that a good answer? Yeah.
2: <laughs> brownie points. So brownie points it. Brownie. I'm wearing my Speedmaster today. There he is. So
3: explain to the camera what that
0: is.
2: So this uh, Speedmaster was a <laughs> Watches are
3: important. Don't laugh. I get message I'm like friends with a few of our viewers who are totally watch nuts like me. Yeah. So I'm the Speedmaster who, is
2: um, the Moon watch. So the history behind it is that uh, Omega was the company t- um, hired by NASA to develop a watch that could take the or <clears throat> be used in space, and this was the first watch that historically was worn to the moon and was certified for space flight. Just in case you gotta go there. Right? <laughs> Just in case I gotta go there. Good right. Watch yeah.
0: choice. Yeah. It is. It is. I'm not wearing any cuz you you mocked my car all share right, the other day. Oh, let's me. not I don't, don't want to <laughs> get sued by car share. No, that's the mundane. That's Yeah. We Where should, were we? We should do a watch
2: episode. We were going to do I a watch episode. A watch episode would be great.
0: I, oh, I need a watch oh, for that, but yeah. You can borrow one of my watches <laughs> all right, all right, for that. Thanks. Could definitely a talk nice one, for a kind of minimal. for half an hour. I was going to say when you're not lawyering what you, what do you do? But you're always lawyering now, I hope. Yeah. It does suck up a considerable amount of our time tyler what the hell is fantasy hockey i was looking at your resume again is that like when you have dreams about women on skates what is that
2: i wish it's only it, it's a lot nerdier um it, it's it's basically a group of guys who all like hockey yeah and uh we join a we get together pitch 40 dollars, we join a league and we pick players from all of the the hockey players participating in the nhl that year and draft our own team and compete every week for for points based on how those players are doing in the league
0: okay sounds interesting
3: but
0: how's that working out for you how's that working out for you know, <laughs> not well this year <laughs> yeah it doesn't sound like much of a fantasy but it's it sounds fun yeah so
3: just to address one thing so both of you come from civil backgrounds that's right i always wanted to be a criminal lawyer and i geared my my education to that but I, of course i articled civil and i got hired back and i stayed as a I was a corporate commercial lawyer for about fifteen seconds and then quit and did criminal. Do you find it having um, sort of a diverse educational background and experience as a as an articling student and as a lawyer will help you in criminal practice?
2: I've thrown most of what I learned in in civil law completely out of the window, especially because my background was completely solicitor work, completely corporate. Um, There's very little advocacy, other than a little bit of written advocacy. There wasn't a lot of research, so I basically had to relearn how to be a lawyer. Here's what you don't
3: realize. When you have an OSC case, and we defend fraud cases, or mortgage fraud cases, you'll actually know a lot (laughs) about that background, because you'll be surprised when I've done other cases with other counsel on OSC fraud cases and others trying to describe to some who's only focused on yeah. criminal law, criminal law, criminal law to understand how debentures are and what a prospectus deal is and how there's false information contained in, in these documents. It's like, you know, it's like, it's very hard to explain to some people, but you have that background and we do some of that work and it's very important. What about you, Nick?
1: Um, yeah, I was thinking about that. I, you know, when I, when I work here, I'm always thinking about the differences, like the procedural aspects or how it's much more, you know, I'm seeing clients far more, it's more kind of uh, doing different things. It was much more research-based when I was articling, which does, it does come in handy here. It's definitely a skill uh, that I need and use. But then I could also say like my s- sort of reading, writing and, and historical research uh, sort of from from years ago is probably more, useful for this because I often find myself just rooting through documents, trying to find some fact. It's this sort of textual work, like working with text, uh, working with so much case law. That's there's probably, there's probably been the kind of consistency between the two, but uh, I don't know. It's it, criminal law. it's, it's just so different. I think
3: what you don't appreciate, which I did when I did, I'm sorry, I'm doing this again, <laughs> but, um, Shh. Sh- no, the organizational aspect and the digging for facts or trying to no, do your due diligence on a deal <laughs> anyways whatever i just, i think there's a lot there uh, i learned a tremendous amount from being in a civil area and then coming into criminal i thought it's helped tremendously
0: yeah and on that do you find you're working on bigger chunks of a case versus slivers in the civil world i for me
1: absolutely i mean that that's probably a the thing I like the most about it when I'm on a case I'm, I'm really a, a part of it you know we work as a team a lot okay. we're kind of up in the boardroom everyone's there together sometimes I'll be doing you know work on my own too but I very much feel like part of something whereas if you're in a larger firm and, and it's I think pretty normal especially as an articling student you're given much smaller smaller tasks and it's very focused research um, and especially when I came into the office, people were only just starting to be back in the office physically after COVID as well. So it was sort of a bit, I think
0: for, for everyone in that kind of firm, it gets a bit, of a bit of a lonely lonely road with remote work. So you've seen a few cases now from beginning to end. What What's your most memorable case? Which one you found was just rewarding, if you want to use that word?
3: And don't use the name.
0: No names, we've had that discussion. <laughs> no. no names, can't call clients stupid. That's the rule. <laughs> no, I can't. You can't. I- <laughs>
1: Um, Well, for me, it was a case that was recently resolved by means of a peace bond. Um, And I was there not right toward the beginning, but certainly my first task on that case was a historical sexual assault case. And my first task was sort of to disentangle a very kind of complicated um, statement. And so I went sort of from that early phase doing that, and I got to see Joseph craft a cross-examination. Um you know, I help with witness preparation. So I saw just many different elements. And also
3: defense narrative. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And so I got to see the growth. And then with the outcome as well, you get to see a like a brilliant reaction um from from the client and the family. And so that I really got to see the, the reward of it being done well. So that was that was fantastic.
2: No, that no. that moment was yeah, was good. Tyler. I haven't really seen a case through its completion yet um you're working on it exactly you and i have have a couple that are ongoing right now we're starting a a sexual assault trial in about a week's time in london that uh, i think has been very interesting to work on um there are a lot of new like not a lot of new issues to me in the same in the same way that nick just said um crafting um a, a narrative uh, for the defense and watching you craft your cross-examination there has been Extremely interesting to watch.
0: Do you see how much work goes into this now? It's Absolutely. not like on yeah, TV course, no. <laughs> Nick, what do you do when you're not lawyering for uh, a bit on the weekend?
1: Yeah, what do I do? I I'm well I'm trying to I'm trying to get my
0: like my like sorry. Well, like what is beginner callous? I knew Lennox? you I just what? I it's so
1: it's so outdated. I've not done that since I've been working as a lawyer. Let me tell you, this I don't is, even know
0: what it is. It's like, body weight or training. training. Or like... No,
1: no, it's it's uh, it's something I can't do, and I barely could when I when I when I was doing it. Okay. Hence, I've got beginner in yeah. In I see that you should put there, uppercase
0: yeah. B on the beginner. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, and the more Britishisms coming. Enjoy cookery. What the hell is cookery? <laughs> That's not a real word. Say? What would you say? Are you just making these words up? <laughs> yeah. Like okay, what is cookery? I-
1: <laughs> cooking like makes like making a criminal food. offense but you know i don't do that anymore because of marcy <laughs> I guess oh. I, so thank you very no much no more cookery I like uh, I, I f- too. he cooks oh yeah Joseph
0: has and by done. the way that knife is f- fantastic oh, oh yeah. awesome okay joseph was given a wonderful christmas present by the gentleman yeah f- foolishly perhaps we decided to buy him, <laughs> buy him a very sharp knife <laughs> <laughs> he uses it under supervision don't worry for all our cookery <laughs> for your cookery yeah, yeah uh, okay mm-hmm. okay intermediate french well that speaks for itself tyler apart from your fantasies your sports fantasies <laughs> whatever the hell that means what else do you do when you're
2: um, I try to be active as much as possible. Rock climbing is a is a big hobby of mine that I try to do at least a couple of times a week when I can. A week?
0: Where do you climb rocks around here?
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, they've got some indoor gyms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. But you
3: do it without any protective apparatus like Tom Bruce. <laughs> yeah, that's of course. right.
0: Of course, no ropes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We were supposed to talk about when we were prepping. We we're talking about how you prepared for your interviews so, here. what's your
3: hobby? My hobby: yeah.
0: watches and cameras. You know oh, that.
3: I'm gonna come on camera for this one
0: thing. Okay. okay. What are you fixing on? No, me?
3: no, no. Somebody asked me what's my <coughs> hobby. Right. What's Speak your Speak into hobby? his chest.
0: Speak into. Well, what's my hobby? What's your hobby, what's Joseph? What's your hobby, Joseph?
3: Resurrection. What well, movie that from?
0: You better get this. Oh. <laughs> come on. James Is it Bond. it's going to be a James There's Bond. Bond. A James Which Bond? one? Um, my favorite.
1: Die
2: another day.
0: No. No.
1: Keep it's going. Casino Royale. No. Keep Go- going. Forward. Oh, uh,
2: uh, the the wait. Who is the Who is the Bond?
3: Daniel Craig. Daniel
2: Craig. Craig. No, no time to die. Uh, no. no. Last, no. the Let's Adele movie. one. Oh. Skyfall. The... Skyfall. Skyfall. Oh my God. Let's watch that.
0: So Mr.
3: Bond, yes. what's your hobby? Resurrection.
0: Come on. It's a. Cl- He's seen it like a hundred. A hundred times. Oh, i just i just no, rewatched the Bond movies fired. too recently no, okay favorite bond movie seeing as we're on the topic i think skyfall is probably up there i think
2: answer?
0: yeah good answer very diplomatic okay nicholas you can go off script okay. and you're I, british so yeah yeah british, i'm just trying so. to
1: i'm confused about which ones like that i gotta say golden Eye, oh because wow. i used to play it on the that's nintendo 64 yeah, that's, and yeah, that's I, right. I loved it, and but that's yeah. Pierce, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. He, it's, was his, good bond. he was a I mean, good
3: Bond. We like the gritty Bond.
2: Yeah, yeah, we prefer the gritty. Is Daniel Craig your favorite Bond? Is yeah.
3: that who's yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, interviewing I mean, who? At all rate,
3: you know, I, Sean Connery, you know, but Daniel Craig is my favorite by far. I mean, he was—he brought a level of grit and um and character development that I, I think hadn't been in the series prior to him. And his suits are. F-
0: fantastic and watches
2: <laughs> well it's all omega
0: it's all omega yeah yeah right. i'll shut up man. no it's okay this is good input and we like marcy helping the boys as required i
2: think we need help yeah
0: yeah yeah how did you prep for the interview here that was a question i was so suggested to me okay um well did you prepare for the interview i did
1: Sorry. i did first i got in the right time zone because, i remember yeah, that we had that hiccup with the <laughs> the time zone. you were
0: stuck in newfoundland or i something? was i
1: was on holiday and i I thought I felt so pleased with myself because I set up my background. I was all ready to go. And I turned my computer on and it was just, where are you? <laughs> two, two hours ago. I like, yeah, I was. Damn it. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> so good. That was good. I did that. And then after that, I think I looked up lots of, lots of criminal case law because I was terrified you were going to grill me on substantive well, questions.
0: F- yeah. I
3: asked, I asked about cooking.
0: And, oh, you did. Cookery, you mean? Well, yeah. I, I didn't call it that. No, you didn't. You wouldn't. So you're re-
3: are you ready to fight wrongful accusations
2: absolutely that's why we joined all right yeah but yeah i think what i what i did to prepare was you know i i did read i did my research on the firm um to sort of get to know the place that i had applied better but i think in addition to that i just really reflected on why i wanted to to get into criminal law to begin with and what was that i i think it was mostly an interest in dealing with people and having sort of a tangible impact on on their lives. I mean, when you're charged with a crime, you're at basically the most vulnerable point you can be in your life. And you can have a real impact when you when you work with people and defend them. You're sort of, I mean, you're their spokesperson and you're their advocate. I've got a I've got a few that are that are nearing the end where it seems like a a good resolution is possible. And, you know, I can see just in my communication with them that a weight is sort of beginning to get lifted from them.
0: positive client interactions that made you feel good at the end of the day
1: uh yeah so the one I already mentioned when we got the the resolution right. um, uh, also with you uh, recently what did we do we did we managed to postpone we get an, an adjournment for, uh, during sentencing
0: and oh yeah tell that story that's a good story okay this is,
3: this is a good story because it hits it's the jam of what we talk about right of, of criminal work so
0: just I'll just set it up and then you kind of take it so this okay. was a, a, a case that came in recently client had hired let's say another law firm that uh, well not another law firm another lawyer and specifically an immigration lawyer to do his sex assault go figure lawyer decided as a, a wise strategy not to call his client on a he says she says sex assault case again some uh, interesting strategy that ended up in a conviction for this client client then got rid of that lawyer finally smartly and hired us for the sentencing Mm -hmm. you started doing the sentencing research take it from there i did and we discovered uh pretty quickly
1: um that a conditional discharge certainly wasn't wasn't possible and a conditional sentence that wasn't going to happen either.
0: Crown was seeking 16 to 18 months. Yeah
1: and we thought sort of ultimately it was going to be kind of between 12, 12 to 18 months and then until thought, I woke up at 3 a.m with that idea the yes, night before which was to say during the sentencing hearing or just prior to the judge in fact this person has had uh, incompetent representation um, can we have uh, essentially a bring a mistrial application um, right. prior to sentencing and uh, the judge was amenable she agreed to it um, and so our client was very very happy because he wasn't taken into custody
0: talk so. about the crown talk about the crown she beat you up the first time you she, dealt with her <laughs> she uh, she
1: tried to beat you she, up. She, she was very she was very direct uh, it was a zoom I w- I'll admit, I wasn't fully prepared for how uh, direct she was going to be. Um, and she said, We are strongly opposing. I think at that point, we were just adjourning the sentence in the hearing because we'd just been retained, uh, which is a really good reason to adjourn it. <laughs> like we had just got on board. Right. Uh, she wasn't having it. Um, and so uh, she said this, and I, I explained, You know, well, there's a, a language difficulty. We haven't even seen the information. The previous lawyer isn't being communicative. I, you know, I really, I just. Listed as many reasons as I thought um, and, and that I knew. And again, the judge was amenable. And so we got a, a, a short adjournment. Um, and then again, she warned us that when we came into to court in person, you and I, she even turned to you and, and said, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rumble about this. You're, you're going to hear from me. And, uh, and we—that's the
0: part where I giggled slightly at her or something. To that yes. yes, I'm gonna speak
3: close to your. Okay, close speak. to your mic for a second. <laughs> speak
0: to my chest.
3: Like th- this is really important. <laughs> okay, so we don't, you
0: know, go ahead.
3: So you know we don't take it lightly when we deprecate, uh, like on another lawyer. We don't. We don't do that. We're very careful if somebody right. comes to us for a second opinion or for an appeal. It, you know, alleging incompetence of counsel is not something we take lightly. It's something we don't have any joy in, okay? No. But the reality is, as we say, criminal law is a, a specialty. Doing sexual assault defense work is almost like a tertiary specialty. You've got to be careful. But here's the thing that f-ing bugged me the most, okay? Do you want to seat, Joe? So, no, no, okay. just, I, I just, I, I just, <laughs> so... Hold you, hold you by the neck. Yeah. Talk yeah. to the lapel. So... It's an immigration lawyer <laughs> who's never defended a sexual assault case. And I think the retainer was an airfare ticket to somewhere. Back
0: to D- whatever, whatever. Whatever.
3: And um, doesn't call the client. And, and I've, I've taught you and I've explained this and you, you know it. You can't really win a sex assault case unless you call your client, unless you blow the complainant out of the water, which is rare, f- far more rare than, than you know, one would think. You'd think a crown attorney who secured a conviction with an idiot representing the accused, where you could see that, in fact, the person was not competent, and I'll tell you why, they may want to say, yeah, sure, you'll get your adjournment, I understand. I get it, no problem. Because you want to have, you know, at the end of the day, a conviction that's based upon a sound finding, based upon the evidence, and where somebody has at least had a reasonable defense. Fair shake. You're not entitled to a perfect defense, but a reasonable defense, and that bugs me because I've had other cases where we've stepped in at the sentencing phase, and I've seen other cases where crown attorneys actually said, that guy should not have been doing the defense, and, and took actually a cooperative tone. And we've had appeals where, yeah, where crowns yeah. have conceded. So right. that type of bother, I think we have to wrap it up. Sorry, I've been oh, doing this really it. long. But that's part of what we talk about. You're now seeing that, and you know it's not a just system all the time. i'll I'll leave now
0: thank you for
3: the bye thanks for
0: the guest appearance the guest appearance that's our sponsor so i I think what you'd agree what we've learned from that little case that's still ongoing is the need to think outside of the box we were going into that originally to do a sentencing Mm -hmm. then we put our brains to it
1: yeah and i was uh you know i kind of impressed it was on the fly like that's what i like about sometimes I do things creative on the fly. And, yeah.
0: well because the, the closer I got to that courtroom the more pissed off I got that this poor guy hired this immigration lawyer he was about facing 16 to 18 months jail and here we are standing there like how can we help this guy so we put that together very fast and I'm sure it'll be successful the judge appears to be very sympathetic Good judge. good judge that's all, folks. Thank you. Now well, we have to teach them. Well, well. We're going to do pillow talk next. Yeah, you guys have to learn pillow talk. Yeah, Joe, get the pillows. You hold one. Read the script. Okay, ready? No, you can you can read it first It is both sides. These are fancy it ones. Is both science, so at, at the end of our podcast, and you'll be appearing on many more in the near future. Trust me. Okay. Uh, read this. This is what you have to say to our followers. Don't okay. forget to no, Wyatt, no, no. no. don't just read it. Put emotion into it. Like. Don't forget, don't forget. Don't forget Are to l- sing it at the same time. <laughs> Should we? Should we do you, you don't do have it? to do it in stereo. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, okay. okay. Nick, go All first. Right. You've got All the right. accent.
2: Don't
1: forget to like, comment, subscribe,
2: and share. Uh, Tyler? Put some boom behind it. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share. That was very oh, good. Thank good you, gentlemen, and welcome
0: again. <laughs>
2: You've got the accent, so <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap.